I really like that Riddle of the Sphinx album too. That was out in '74. Uh, really we cool enjoyed stuff doing that. Yeah, we enjoyed that. Yeah, the Riddle of the Sphinx. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sign for me, Dad. My little lady. Wasted time. Save me. Those are great. Oh. Ones, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Save me was I remember, big. Those were great songs. Yeah, definitely. I, that album's one of my favorites. From, from mm -hmm. Bloodstone. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. Willis Drafton is doing a lot of writing on some of those too. Oh yeah, yeah. He wrote Save Me, me. Mm -hmm. big song, big song. Yeah, those those were great. They really were. And believe it or not, you know, I had forgot about all of those songs. Because mm -hmm. we had we had we had uh, quite a few uh, good songs out there, man. Oh. You know, believe it or not. Oh, no question. Okay, and the first, because of, you know, when I grew up, the first Bloodstone album I got was Do You Want to Do a Thing? And um, Oh, really? You know, and that's definitely one of your funkiest <laughs> tracks, too. Yeah, it was. And so then, you know, I had heard other songs, of course, but that was the first right. one I actually bought uh -huh. when I was a teenager. Uh, so Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do You yeah, Want to Do that, a Thing? That, that was a big record for us. That was one of my favorites. You know, I used to love to do that song. And still do it very well. Still do it very well. Because uh -huh. it's, it's funky, boy. I Matter mean, of fact, that is. That's that's one of the, the one one of the ones that are still on the show. Do you want yeah. to do a thing? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's funky, boy. It, it lays in the cut on you, boy. <laughs> really. Definitely does. Did you guys mm -hmm. enjoy, you know, before um, I'd seen in the past, but before I uh, met with you guys for this, I went back and I looked at some of those Soul Train appearances and things like that. Do you guys mm -hmm. have any memories related to uh, those experiences? Oh, yeah. Um, Soul Train was one of our better, best. Oh, Don Kinnear meeting those guys. and it, it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. And, and, and not only that... Uh, at that time, we, you know, we was dressing kind of crazy because uh, psychedelics. Yeah, yeah, Slide Stone, you know, mm -hmm. was one of our uh, uh, people too that we really one of our favorites. Yeah, one of our yeah, favorites. Yeah. Our favorite, you know, because I because I tell you, when we first went to uh, London, mm -hmm. we had um, had a concert over there. An Al Green show. Yeah, yeah, with uh, with Al Green. So that was our first big concert. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was so strange how that came about. It's because uh, when we went over, when we got ready to go over in London, 
we didn't know that you had to have a a, a work permit oh, to get right. in. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's when we just had changed our name to Bloodstone. Mm -hmm. So when we got got there, you know, we had to go through customs. So they asked us, are you guys a band? So we said, uh, no, we just play music. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we, we're not a band. So they say, you're not, you're not a band. So we said, no, we said, just like to play music. So anyway, Willis had his guitar and so on and what have you. You know, and not only that, we had a big old picture said Bloodstone. <laughs> so they were saying, you know, they didn't mind us coming over there, you know, to play. But we had to have, have a work permit. Yeah, have to have a work permit. And the way that you got a work permit to work over there, you had to be with the record company. You know, so anyway... When we got in there, we got in the customs, so they went through everything. Man, we stayed in customs for, I don't know, almost eight <laughs> hours. <laughs> but anyway, on our passport, they had stamped on the passport that we could not work paid or unpaid. Mm. So anyway, so we was going over there to get a contract anyway. So our manager said, blimey hell, you know, how in the hell they know we're going to work? But anyway, what came about, Al Green was coming over there to have a concert. All right. But <laughs> Al, Green, Al Green had his show over there, so uh, the manager wanted us to be on the show with Al Green. But uh, what had happened... You know, the the, uh, the promoter that was having the concert, he didn't know anything about no blood company. Mm -hmm. So he asked, uh, our manager asked uh, the promoter, could we play on the show? So he said, well, who are these guys? You know, so, uh, so the guy told him, said, are they from the States? He said, what do they have out? You know, what records do they have out? Said, no, they don't have records out. So he said, oh, no, 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 they, they can't be on the show. I don't want them on the show. You know, so, because uh, George had gave him a prize. So he said, no, no, I'm not going to pay that. You know, so anyway, uh, he said, well, George said, well, hey, man, they can be on the show, can't they? He said, no, I said they can't. He said, well, we'll play pay free. I mean, play free. So he said, well, I tell you what. I'm going to put them on the show. And if they not off in a certain time, I'm going to pull the plug on them. Mm, sure so, did. So, so, so anyway, so George said, well, okay, okay. So we went on the show. And we was on the show right before Al Green. And Al Green was the headliner. So, man, we went on the show. And... Uh, we did this song about Sly Stone. I want to take you higher. Get that Sly Stone. <laughs> and uh, and and I had on ruffles and and bees, bumble the bees and everything. <laughs> I mean, we was, we was out of it. So boy, we went on there and kicked that song off, and and we left the crowd standing. So anyway, 
uh, 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 the promoter said, oh, man, said, those guys are great, man. Won't y'all go back out there? Because they standing up clapping for you. So George <laughs> told him, said, no, we're not going back out there. He said, they standing up clapping for you. You don't want to go back out there. He said, no, we don't want to go back out there. <laughs> so anyway, like I was saying, we didn't have no contract now. So what had what usually happened when an act comes to do a concert, the people from the record company usually be at the concert. Yep. So that's how we got a chance to sign up with uh, uh, Decca Records over Decca there. Decca Records. Because they yeah. all was on that label, yeah. Because yeah. like I was telling Donald, I said Decca Records, I mean... Uh, uh, London, uh, London, London Records. London Records, yeah. Of Decca Records over in London. So uh, uh, Decca Records said, well, uh, who is those guys? Mm -hmm. So George was there. So George got their uh, their card and what have you. And that's how we got a chance to sign up with Decca Records over in London. Wow. We wasn't even supposed, yeah, we was not even supposed to be playing. So we're supposed to be on the show or nothing. Yeah, yeah, we weren't supposed to be playing at all because no, said, no work permits. Yeah, we could play paid or unpaid, <laughs> <laughs> and worked and and got this contract. Hey and boy, it was in the stars. stars. It was in yeah, the stars. Yeah. That's wow. how we went uh, with Decca Records. The crowd loved the show so much. Decca yeah. said, "We got to sign them right away." I, be, uh -huh. I bet you some of the uh, U.S. record executives were kicking themselves for not having. Oh, they were. Guys. They were. You're right. You're right. 100 percent right. Yeah. They said we had a chance to sign this guy and let it go and, and let it slip through our fingers. Yeah. Wow. Never know where a hit record comes from. Almost yeah. like Jimi Hendrix had to go to across uh, the pond there to. That's right. Get your break. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. So you know, saying that, how you guys. And we talked about it before, but how you kind of bridged a bit of that musical expanse of hard soul and smooth soul. Mm -hmm. When you were at your peak in the mid 70s, later 70s, were you mostly going out on bills with, you know, other balladeers or other funketeers or what types of groups were you going out with? We were really blessed because we got a chance to go out with a bunch of all of them. Really did. Yeah. E even. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Gladys Knight. We went out with Gladys. That was a beautiful concert that night. Well, oh well, when we was over in London, you know, we done some, uh, you know, concerts over there. We worked with Elton John. Yeah, sure did. That was our, one of our first gigs. Sure was. Yeah, yeah. Elton, El Elton, Elton John. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, and that was yeah. early in his career too, right? Yes, yes. He had just started. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Wow. And and we worked with the who was that the Kinks, <laughs> the, the Kinks, yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember them? Yeah, uh, you really got yeah. me. Yeah, <laughs> and Lola, I like that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, big song. Um, so as the '70s went on and went to the '80s, you know, you guys kept at it. Um, how did you feel? You were keeping up with all the musical trends that were going on. You you went through disco and you went through all the corporate record changes into the 80s and how'd you roll with those punches it was well, hard but it was hard but it was fair <laughs> but like they usually say though if it ain't broke don't fix it don't fix it <laughs> leave it alone yeah so we were so very we, blessed to go that yeah, way yeah, that route, so yeah. We, 
we just kept on, you know, what 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 we do, and it worked. Because when disco uh, came in, it kind of knocked us out of the box. Uh, we we were, were we were not really disco people, mm-hmm. but uh, we just kept on doing what we were doing because a lot of the promoters were calling us for the songs they already knew about, and uh, once we really got they get got to know our shows and stuff. They would call. They'd be calling us. Yeah, we want you to come. Blah blah blah. Especially over in London, we we really got over over in London. Really did. But what what really you know to me what really pretty much knocked us out the box there too was uh the uh uh what is the the rap came along. Yeah, rap. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. The rap came along. You know, and you know at first. The record companies did not care about no rap, but the kids loved it. You understand what I'm saying? So, so the rap caught on and started making money for the uh, uh, big record companies. Yeah. Record companies, and and that just threw the older groups. You know, that just threw them back. You understand what I'm saying? Because what it was, ha- what was happening, that the uh, the people our age was not buying records. Like the kids was buying records, mm-hmm. so that's that's what happened with that situation. You know, the rap came along, baby, and you know, and it caught on with these kids, and it started making money. So the older groups, you know, they just threw them back. You know, they didn't want to sign them anymore. You know, that's that's that those that's those evolutions of music. You know, because it always goes through something like that because it went through that evolution with disco where it kind of not only threw Bloodstone back but threw just about all of the, the R&B groups back you know <clears throat> and, and as Harry was saying as that rap came along there's another evolution of the music changing again you know but yeah. it all comes back around so it, it all comes back around yeah. well, we're, well, we're back where we started now you guys you guys came back nicely with We Go a Long Way Back which was already pretty well mm-hmm. into the 80s and how did you get that uh, association with the Isley Brothers? Mm. T neck, T neck. Oh, T neck, yeah, yeah. T neck, yeah, that was her label. Well, what what had happened there? We were uh, we had uh, recorded this song. Believe it or not, Charles Love, uh, he the one that wrote the song. So at that time, we had this young lady that was our manager, and uh, she heard the song. And what have you, because we was trying to get the song out there, you know, because at that time we was not with no uh, no record company. So she knew uh, Ronald from Ron the Isley. Yeah, yeah, she knew him from the Isley Brothers. So she said, well, I'm going to take this and let Ronald hear, you know, of the Isley Brothers. So she took it to them and they, they liked the song. Yeah. So they said, uh, wow, we'd like to sign them up. Mm-hmm. So, and, that, and that's what happened to that. You know, we went on in there and uh, gave them a, gave them an album. We just gave them one album. We know we were supposed to have, do, uh, supposed to have done uh, two of them for them. But uh, the business went kind of kapowie with them. <laughs> so, <laughs> kapowie, yeah, I like that. Technical yeah, term, yeah. Yeah, technical, yeah. So we just, uh, you know, we just went on and did that uh, that one particular song with them. So at that time, uh, 
what is that epic i think it was epic it was epic, epic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah epic was distributing their songs so that's that's what happened with that situation you know because uh you know they gave it to them and so they put it out there and it, and it was a hit mm -hmm. this was history. sold, sold yeah. very good yeah 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 so that's how we came about with that song that particular song you know the idly brothers liked it so they they recorded that album you know we went on and did an album with them you know yeah that album that's too i mean a lot of like uh, long songs on that album good for the dance floor yeah yeah <laughs> and but uh, but the guy that was um was producing that 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 particular uh mm -hmm. album man he was great <clears throat> his name was uh mckinley jackson and mckinley yeah. do a lot of work there in kansas i'm uh, not in kansas city but uh los angeles and and he was uh marvin gaze uh uh Director. Music director, yeah, music director, and man, he would he he made all of that stuff real funky, man, because that is uh, one funky album, you know, and it had some good songs on there, you know, but uh, McKinley, you know, he was he was great, you know, I mean, he he could boy, because he could play trombone, he could play piano, he could play drums. You know, and he would he would kick it off, Don. He would kick it off, baby. McKinley he Jackson. Would, uh, yeah, yeah, McKinley Jackson. Uh huh. His uh his wife was uh one of the Jones girls. Uh, Jones, yeah. Okay. The, uh -huh. the Jones, the Jones sisters, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hmm. But he the one that uh, uh uh put that together, that album. What I'm saying. Yeah. Well, it was great, N nicely great done. Artwork. Nicely done. Did Did you guys uh, ever uh, do any shows with the Isley Brothers? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, we we did a lot of shows with him. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, that'd be a great show. Love to see. Love to would have loved to have seen that, Bill. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, they were some cool guys. They just wasn't cool enough for us, you know. <laughs> <laughs> there was one album. One album cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just only one album cool. <laughs> well, yeah, that next record party that wasn't with them. That was. Um, was that Bloodstone Party? Yeah. Uh, was that was that with Ronald them or I don't I don't remember. Mm, I don't know. I I can't remember that one either. Back, like I say again, you know, man, we have so many songs. Well, actually, uh, on that record, I um, it says Byron Miller was playing bass. I just had him on the show the other day. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah. Haven't seen Byron in years. Yeah. Do you see him often? No, I mean, well, he's living in Los Angeles. I'm in Charlotte, but... Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, if you ever see him, tell him Bloodstone said hello. We haven't seen him yeah. in a long time. Yeah. Yeah, he, he he was great, man. You know, we had had a lot of guys, you know, play on our music. Uh, Wah Wah Watson. Mm -hmm. James Getson. James Getson. You know, a very good friend great, of ours, yeah. Great, great drummer. And... Um, who else that used to play for Motown? Old man used to play. Uh, used to play bass for Motown back Jamerson. in the day. Oh, Jamerson. 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 Yeah, he Jamerson. and his son. Yeah, and his son played. Yeah, his son. First also. time we met his son, uh, he, we were in the studio, and he was right. playing with somebody. 
I said, mm-hmm. man, that sounds like Jamerson. I want to go back there and holler at him. Man. Look back mm-hmm. there, and I said, I don't know that man. <laughs> it was his son. Sounds just yeah. like his dad. Sounds just Although like his dad. That's yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Love when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True that. And and Don, when did when did you join the group, and how did that come to be? <laughs> there you go. 2002. Passing a Willis Draffin, and uh, was going to pay my respects. And uh, I remember standing in line to say my farewells to Willis, and uh, there was a lady standing behind me in line, and behind the lady was Charles Love. Well, I wasn't looking back because I was sending prayers up to the family and saying my goodbyes. And Charles Love reached around the lady and tapped me on the shoulder. Well, I turned and looked back. So when I look back, I see this lady that I have no idea who she is. You know? <laughs> I'm like, uh, hello, ma'am. And I turn on back around. Pretty soon, somebody taps me on the back again. And when I looked, Charles Love was peeping around the lady. He said, man, I got to talk to you. I said, let me do these, let me do these farewells and, you know, we'll talk. Long story short, Willis's funeral was on a Saturday. Yes, sir. Uh, that Sunday, Charles Love, no, that the day of the funeral, Love and I spoke after the funeral and he says, okay, we got a couple of guys in Los Angeles. We want to audition. We're going to need you to fly out to LA and want you to audition because I want to pitch this thing to Charles and Harry as a, you know, the, the, a new guy coming in, you know, I said, well, okay, fine. This is a Saturday, mind you. Sunday, my phone rings. I said, come down to the Marriott down there. The, what is it? The Vista Harry or something like that downtown. Yeah, the Vista yeah, hotel. He says, come, yeah. down to, come down to the Vista. I said, oh, okay. You want me to come down and check out the show and hear the group? I said, I said okay. He said, no. Nah. We need you to come down here and <laughs> want you to sing. get started tonight. <laughs> I said, oh, I, well, what about the, the going to L.A.? And he said, no. Nah. I talked to Charles and Harry, and they both know you. They said, let's do it. Because I was with, you know, a local group there in Kansas City. band called Unidos. That was, hey, we were stomping. They were hot, we were stomping. Yeah. That's where the funk That's where the funk comes in, you know, for me. Uh, well, long story short, we, uh, I get down to the vest. I said, love, what are you, what are you wearing? He says, um, well, we're wearing, you wear black. I said, well, what are y'all wearing? He said, we're wearing red. Takes off to the, to the clothing store. Goes in, finds a red suit, get to the dressing room, and there that stuff is hanging up. And I held my suit up, and it was the exact same color red as it. Sure was. And the rest was history. I stepped yeah. on the stepped on the stage with them that night, shaking like a a a a, 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 a mosquito or something, you know. <laughs> but here's to their tribute. These guys are such professionals, and they have been doing it for so long. That when they first stepped to the microphone and they all sung, there was a hole. And that hole was where Willis drafted was. Yes. So I just stepped in that hole and sung what I thought Willis would have been singing at that part. And it worked perfect. Never got a rehearsal in. Never did any of that. It was just straight to the deep end. They threw me in the deep end, man. Can you believe it? And here it is some 40 years later. We're still rolling. <laughs> still rolling. We, we, we knew it was supposed to be because when he went down there and got that suit and came back and it was the same color, we just knew, hey, this is supposed to be. This is supposed to be. Yeah. So we've been, been riding ever since. 
-hmm. you know, and pretty much uh, where it is with me, you know, a lot of groups, you know, they have, you know, problems with each other, you know, not getting along and all of that and what have you, you know, but it was one thing about Bloodstone, you know, if it was a problem with anyone in the group, you know, we would always talk about it. Work it out. And that's, and that's, and that's where we always have been, you know, because doing my music, I don't want anyone to come in, you know, and rub my music mm -hmm. with no bull S. You understand <laughs> what I'm saying? So uh, he fit right in with that. He did. You know, he really did. I told him that, you know, if there's a problem, we're going to talk about it. Ain't nobody going to come in here hollering and screaming. And we're going to work it out. It. Yeah, yeah, we're going to work it out. And that's yeah. the way it always have been. That's mm. why he and this fellow, which is Charles McCormick, uh, is still in the group. You know, still together. because we don't, we don't have no problems. You know, we like brothers, man. Mm. You know, and that's just the way we came up. You know, we know each other's family. You know, we grew up with the kids that came, our kids that came along. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? So that's the way. You know, this group always stayed together. Always, always. Because, because just like the Isley brothers. See, the Isley brothers wanted me to leave this group and go on my own. You know, they said the record company wanted me to go on my own. You know, and I told him, I said, well, uh, no, partner. I said, uh, I'm not going to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, because again, I can't. I don't want to leave them, you know, leave them uh, 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 down here on the ground and whatever. You know, I, I, want, I want them, you know, I want us to be equal with each other. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So that's we, why uh, we always, you know, me and, Lu I mean, McCormick always stayed together. Always. You know, yeah. We didn't want to, you know, break up the group and what have you. So, so that's where it was with that. Yeah. And, and, you know, and I just wanted to say, you know, one thing about Donald also, you know, he know what I like, he knows what McCormick like, and so if I don't feel like going to the sound check, he know to go to the sound check and do what the whole group like. You understand what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So I don't, I don't have to, you know, say, well, hey, Donald, do this and do that. He's gonna go and do what he know he's supposed to do, and and that's always have been cool with me, you know. So that's yeah. that's, that's why we still kick it. Yeah, know. as a matter of fact, it's, it's it's to this day, Harry and I can be in the hotel and Donald can come by and say, "Y'all stay here. I got it. Don't worry about it. I got it. I got the rehearsal. Y'all go. Y'all just stay here and get some rest." Mm -hmm. And and the first couple of times we were a little nervous until we got to rehearsal and everything was perfect. I said, "Oh Lord, yeah. we we don't have to yeah. go anymore." <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I uh, these guys have, have just been like Harry said, brothers to me. I got six brothers and two sisters, blood, but I've gained two more brothers in Charles yes. McCormick and Harry Williams because we talk to each other. Pretty much, at least once a week, at least, and 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 it, it it stays on that kind of level with us. We're friends, even though we're artists 
and we're musicians, we're friends. We know each other's family. We know each other's spouses or children. You know, so it's, it's that kind of relationship that we have. And I thank God for it, you know, for these guys, because they they paved the way. They did the legwork and the legacy needs to live on. And anything that I could possibly do to keep that legacy alive, I'm going to do it. I'm going to yeah. do it. I'm going to always run it by them first. Hey, man, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? Hey, man, you think we could do this? You think we could do that? I'm always running by them. And that's just out of respect for the yeah. legwork that they've already laid, you know, so. That's, that's kind of where we are at 2020 in this pandemic, trying to figure out where our next move is going to be. Yeah. Well, sounds like you all live up to, to the name of the group, you know, Blood Runs Deep. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. It's very true. It's very true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and not only that, you know, we, we take care of business, partner. No you know, we like, we like to play and have fun, but, but when showtime comes, it's on the one. Everything else is, 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 is out in space. You know, right now, you know, it's all about this music. And that's and that's where it is with that. That's why we don't have to dance and turn flips. All we got to do is at that microphone and sing those songs the way you hear them on the, on record. the record. Sing it like a record. Matter yeah. of fact, yeah. people have come up to us after the show and said, man, y'all sound just like the record. Harris said, well, aren't we supposed to? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. called precision. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, what was the last uh, record that you guys got out there? Uh, the last record is let's uh, go, Fly Away. That's it right there. That's it. Uh, that's that's the last one we did. Yeah, that was um, uh, just a few years ago, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. right before Charles Love passed. And uh, uh, there's a, we did something a little innovative, if you will, with this record, because in the past, all of the material was written by Bloodstone. But because they're the kind of cats that they are, this record was taken back to the community. We found young writers, young musicians, yeah. young artists, that were inspiring to be great. And Bloodstone laid a platform out there for them to put their music out and to take part on this record. And, and by everybody knowing the Bloodstone history and what the sound is like, it didn't really vary from the original sound a whole lot. Sure didn't, but sure didn't. But at the same time, it was current with what's going on with the music today. Right. Anybody that can find this record go get it because it is vintage charles mccormick it is vintage harry williams it is vintage charles love but just excellent work excellent work mm -hmm. love before he passed he said brown this is some of the best work we ever did Isn't that because something? It, it was current it was current it was it was put it up against anything that anybody else has got out there you know williams was speaking about a minute ago about we take care of that business a lot of times we go on shows and there's six groups, seven groups. And those guys always come back and say, no, man, we do not want to go up behind you guys. <laughs> we don't want to go up behind you guys. But I, I always tell those cats, look, man, this ain't, a, this ain't a thing we competing against each other. What we need to do is bring our best, bring our A game every time we come up. Because at the end of the day, 
it's about the audience being pleased with the performances. That's it's it. not to outdo anybody else, but just to make to push each other, to encourage each other, to bring your A game every time. And they know now. They know now. Anytime Bloodstone's on the show, boy, you better have your A game on. Cause you yeah. know, Harry Williams gonna roll out there and, and scream and holler and Mac gonna hit them tenor notes that, that have folks standing on their ears and it's gonna be on and popping. And these guys are consistent with it night after night after night. That's why I say I applaud you fellas. Thank you. Thank keep you. on keeping on. Keep on keeping Thank on. Thank you very much. Sounds like it goes all the way back, if not before, to that you know time on that London stage in the Sly Stone thing. You know, mm-hmm. um, I really appreciate you guys uh, giving the time for this, and I want to just ask uh, one more question, if that's all right, and kind of go around with everybody. And okay. that is, I'd like to know for each of you what your particular favorite Bloodstone song is and why. And also what you're proudest about accomplishing in your career. So why don't we start with uh, who, who thinks they have that in their mind first? They can go first. Well, well I'll go first. Okay. Not because I wrote it, but because the song is so big. I just love the song, and the group has shown me that they love the song. But Natural High was just one of those things that was God sent. It really was. God, God just blessed us with that song. And a lot of people look at you and say, God ain't going to bless you. God blesses you with everything you have. Mm-hmm. Everything yeah. you have. Yeah. So that's 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 mine. I, Natural High was a blessing. And I just thank God that he let me write it. All right. Well, uh, where, 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 where I am with it, I was in uh, California. That's when we was doing real, real bad. <laughs> and I went, to the, I went to this hamburger joint. And I asked this, I had, I asked this man that was making hamburgers. I said, uh, "What is your best hamburger?" And he told me, he said, "All of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's my best hamburger." So mm-hmm. that's where I am with my songs. You know, the Bloodstone song, all of them. It's my best. You know what I'm saying? Because they all have gotten me over, you know, and I have gotten a chance to, uh, Travel you know, the world. Yeah, the world. To, yeah, to woo the people with the songs, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I said all of them are my best songs, you know. Mr. Williams, I agree with you. I concur. I love them all, too. But there's, yeah. One, yeah. there's one that just kind of sticks out in my head, seeing the city where we come from kansas city yep. as you said mac misery misery city, yeah. Missouri. there's not mm-hmm. a lot of big name artists or industry level artists that have come from that area a lot of them come from st louis chicago right, right around in that midwest area bloodstone is one of the only groups that has stood the test of time so the song for me is we go a long way back because it goes a long way back. These guys have been mm-hmm. since 1961, 62, and have mm-hmm. stood the test of time with that music. And that song kind of says it all for me. Mm-hmm. You go a long yep. way back. It makes a lot of sense, Donald. Makes a lot of well, sense. That's, well, that's, 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 that's what I was saying. You know, mm-hmm. all of You know, mm-hmm. I didn't like Natural High, but I love it now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for real, I do. 
yeah. it was really funny because when I first wrote Natural High, everybody looked at me and said, man, you must be out of your mind. That song ain't going to go nowhere. <laughs> Next thing we know was number one. I said, well, I'll be dead gone. It's got that. That's what I was telling you earlier. A hit song could come from anywhere. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Through <laughs> that. Yeah. Scott, we really appreciate your time, man. We really do. We thank yeah. you so much. Thank you we, so much. Thank you, you know. guys, and so glad you're still at it, and I hope you still keep at it and can get back out there real soon so we can all enjoy you. All God right. gives us God gives us breath to breathe and wake up in the mornings. We're going to still be doing this because he's blessed us to do something that we love. We That's truly yes. love entertaining and singing music for, for folks and, 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 and that vibe that it gives people, that good feeling. It's the strangest thing how a song can take you back to a period of time in your life and you know exactly where you were and what you were and doing what you were doing that's you heard right. that song that's right yeah, <laughs> so it's a powerful tune it's a powerful tune and i thank god for giving us the abilities to be able to share amen mm -hmm. well mm -hmm. thank you for yeah. touching us all with it and uh, take great care yes sir thank you all right be safe y'all you Love too have a blessed day, have a blessed day. Hey, back at Truth and Rhythm headquarters. Thank you for joining us on another magical ride with Truth and Rhythm. Whether you're watching or listening, as always, thank you so much for your continued interest and support. Be sure to subscribe. Go to YouTube. Go to the Funkin' Stuff channel. That's where Truth and Rhythm lives and breathes and thrives. Also, goodies here like TIR Quick Takes. And if you subscribe, you know what? You get the show before anyone else. It's free. If you love jazz, funk, R&B, soul, you can't miss it. Pass it along. Tell a friend. Tell family. This audience is growing, and it is a beautiful thing, all coming together for the love of this great music. Also, if you can throw us a buck or two, we could use the support financially, keeping the lights on, keeping the servers going, all these expenses. If you can help support the program, whatever you can give, much appreciated. Go to the FunkinStuff.net website. And on the right-hand side of every page, you just click and you can donate through PayPal, credit card, whatever. Very easy to do and so much appreciated. And if you do a sizable donation, I will mention you on the program. Also, drop me a line. Email me at scottg at FunkinStuff.net. Let me know who else you'd like to see on the show, what you enjoy about the music. Let's just kibitz and uh, talk about stuff, you know, talk music. You'll find that I respond very quickly, and I much enjoy the uh, rapport and the camaraderie and the interaction. Always remember, this is your show, The True Music Lover. So for now, that's all the time we have for this one. It's a wrap. As always, Scott Dr. GX Goldfine saying, keep on vibrating to the rhythm of the one. <laughs>